0: Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies of a Shot of Torah with Rabbi Levi Cooper. If you are interested in downloading other digital content, please visit elmod.pardes.org. This is Levi Cooper coming to you from HaDasa. The Mishnah tells us that five things happened in Jewish history on the Hebrew date. Of the 17th of Tammuz. That was the day that the two tablets, the Luchot Habrit, were broken. On that day, the daily sacrifice in the temple ceased to be offered. It was on that day that the walls of Jerusalem were breached. And it was on that day that Apostumus burnt a Sefer Torah, and on that day, an idol was placed in the temple. And in commemoration of those tragedies, we traditionally fast on Shiva Sarvatamuz. Today, we live in difficult times in the shadow of a different type of tragedy, a pandemic. My friends, a week ago, I was asked by someone in my community here in Sur Hadassah about fasting on Shiva Sarbatamuz Tammuz, on the 17th of Tammuz, in the shadow of Corona. Now, first I must say that Shiva Sarbatamuz Tammuz is considered a minor fast. So there's a lot of room to be lenient. And I think we need to divide the question into different categories. One, people who are diagnosed with corona. Two, people who have been tested, but their results are pending. In other words, they may have corona, but we're not sure. Three, people who are in quarantine because they came in contact with someone who has corona. Four, people who are in high risk categories over 60, or they have existing medical conditions. And five, other people who don't fall into any of the other categories. So I was asked this question a week ago, and I spent the weekend learning through the different sources. And on Sunday night, I gave a class via Zoom to my community and shared with them my conclusions. I suggested to my community that someone who has been diagnosed with Corona, that person is a sick person and as in any case of a person who is unwell, that person should not fast on Shiva Sarabha But the other categories, someone who has been tested but has not yet received results, someone who's in quarantine or a person who is at a high-risk category, those are much more difficult questions to consider. I suggested that fasting weakens a person, and therefore, such people should not fast, particularly in the current situation, because if an individual gets sick, he or she can easily pass the illness on. And it also puts a burden on the entire health system. So I suggested that this year, people who have been tested but haven't received results or in quarantine or in high risk categories should not fast. What about everybody else? Well, there are precedents for a wholesale cancellation of fasts. But I was loath to opt for this route. Because, my friends, as our lives are so disrupted at this time, we still want to hold on to some semblance of traditional Jewish life. And here in Suradasa, thank God, there's only a few people who have corona. At the moment, there are six active cases that we know about. Perhaps if this was a hot spot, I might feel differently. But since it isn't, I suggested to my community that everybody else should fast. And that's what I said in my public class in the Shiura that I gave on Sunday night. On Tuesday, the chief rabbi issued guidelines, and Rabbi David Lau wrote that someone who is in quarantine but feels good should fast. Now, let me say, I would never opt for contradicting the chief rabbinate. I believe that as a community rabbi, I need to work within the establishment and not against it. In this case, however, I'd already publicized my position, so I was in a little bit of a difficult scenario. I don't want to contradict the chief rabbi, but on the other hand, I had said what my opinion was and published that before the chief rabbi had issued his guidelines. Soon after, one of my teachers, Rabbi Osher Weiss, also took the line of the chief rabbi, and he said that people who are in quarantine should fast. So I was even in a worse uh, situation and more uncomfortable with what I had said. Then other prominent rabbis took the line that I had suggested to my community. And so I remained with the position that I had published, even though I can tell you that here in Israel, there are different opinions floating around now at the end of my shiur one of the people asked what about tisha b'av tisha b'av the fast of the ninth of av which happened which will have will come about in three weeks time does my do my suggestions my guidelines apply for tisha b'av as well and I suggested to my community that we still have three weeks to deal with that question. Perhaps in three weeks time, we'll have more information about how Corona affects us. Perhaps we may be lucky enough to have a cure for the disease by Tisha Or perhaps we will merit redemption before we reach that day. I think it's imperative to remember that the fast is a means, it's not an end. It's a means to recall that we live in a fragmented, imperfect world. The fast of Shiva Sarabha which opens up the period of the three weeks of national mourning. It's a trigger to remind us that we need to hope and to pray, and to act for a world of peace. A world with no wars. A world with no illness. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the me Midrash! Thank you again for downloading this podcast, A Shot of Torah, a production of the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a 5-star review wherever you download your podcast today. You can also subscribe to any of our other podcast channels by visiting us online at elmod.pardes.org. Thanks for listening.